and welcome to another episode of Have You Ever, the Power of Positivity special. My name's Sven Clouston. And I'm Rowan Morrison. Hello, Rowan. How are you doing? I am pretty good, actually. Three weeks in to uh, isolation. Um, not sleeping very well, won't lie. Having quite bad insomnia. But um, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Other than that, yes, all good. Thank you. As you say, we are sort of three weeks in. Um, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, the news is that uh, we might be like this for another couple of weeks. So, uh, to all our listeners out there, you, you have at least another two or three podcasts coming your way, uh, where Ryan and I recommend you positive things to get you through the lockdown. Uh, so far we've had Nick Cave Red Hand Files. We've had Bo Miles's, uh, video documentary all about running a marathon, one mile an hour, one mile every hour rather than very, very slowly. Um, we've had films of Jimmy Chin, uh, Free Solo, Meru and Dawn Wall. Uh, and your last one, Rowan, was that's a celebrity yeah. Twitter accounts. Yeah, kind of a pick and mix of uh, celebrity yeah. social media um, that's bringing me joy. So, yeah. That's right. That's right. And we also spoke about the various uh, cultural organizations, the theatres, uh, et cetera, who are just basically streaming loads of, uh, either free or really, really cheap, really, really good stuff. Um, mm. And I saw the National Theatre uh, this week uh, streaming their production of Jane Eyre, which uh, mm. my wife a couple of years ago and said it's amazing. So I'm looking forward to sitting down this weekend and watching that. It's available on, on their YouTube channel, so everyone should check that out. Um, and I'm coming to the end. If you listen to the last podcast, I'm coming to the end of the first season of Breaking Bad. And uh, yes, uh, I'm not yet inspired to... Uh, continue watching the second season oh. i know yeah. sorry i, I have a feeling that you might not like it no. okay. yeah because yeah. i've i felt similarly it's just a bit grim i think i'm watching it at the wrong time i think I'd, i want something a little, a little more a yeah. little bit more upbeat and uh yeah no, it's not something grim. that's the thing you do you kind of like oh this is good i can handle a bit of grim and then you're like jesus christ <laughs> i'm kind of yeah I, you, there's no light relief in it at all um it's, although you can kind of, yeah you, it's very well written and you can kind of appreciate that but yeah um a bit too dark yeah too dark. exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, but one thing i am uh looking very much forward to is um so moving from uh sort of video and film what have you to to literature and books uh, one of my favorite authors david mitchell not the uh comedian uh would i lie to you uh, presenter or, or or team captain but another david mitchell mm-hmm. he's my one of my favorite authors and he has a new book coming out where actually the publication date was pushed back because of this uh, pesky virus to uh, the beginning of July. Uh, But he has a new book called Utopia Avenue out very, very soon. So uh, my sort of recommendation to people and my my positive recommendation to people is to go and uh, go and launch yourself into the books of David Mitchell. I am rereading a few David Mitchell books uh, now in anticipation for Utopia Avenue to get prepared because apparently there's going to be a few characters who sort of make an appearance in the new book so uh and yeah i just and i've recommended him to you haven't i sort of informally round to, to what and what's interesting um about that was much in the same reaction that um i had to your admission that you'd never seen with Neil and i you had a similar reaction when i said i'd never read any david mitchell novels staggeringly yeah. bad to be honest with you it's it's almost embarrassing 
<laughs> oh, no, well, now I have the opportunity. But this is what I wanted to ask you. So you obviously have them, so you need to um, come and bring them, drop them at my door so that I can read them. But I am among Goodreads, so anyone who's listened to this, please follow me on Goodreads because I really I, I love Goodreads. Um, and I set myself the lofty ambition of reading 100 books this year and I'm 20 behind schedule. But anyway, um, and I went on Goodreads and um, I added all the David Mitchell books to my would like to read list. And I noticed that quite a lot of them don't have very good reviews. And a lot of people were saying that they were impossible to read and the narrative was really difficult. And I got a little bit put off, Sven, I won't lie. So um, I wanted you to kind of pitch to me now on the podcast as to why I should read one and which one I should start with. Interesting. Okay, well, listen, I'm not going to denigrate any of the Goodreads reviewers other than to say they're obviously imbeciles. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, to, to be fair, I'll turn their sort of negative into positive. You know, they said that the narrative, well, the narrative was quite hard to sort of follow. Yeah. Well, that's one of the great things about uh, David Mitchell's books, that they are just so... Um, there's, there's, there's almost, at any one time, there's almost sort of two or three stories going on at one time. Uh, which is just fantastic. And um, I think um, Cloud Atlas is perhaps his most famous, and that um, famously, um, again, had uh, sort of five or six stories sort of weaving its way through, you know, but basically every story sort of connected with one another. It was fabulous. Um, I loved Cloud Atlas, less so the film, which uh, the Wachowski brothers tried to make. Um, Those are the fellows who did... um, uh, or the people who did uh, Matrix. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Yes, yeah, so he, but then he released, uh, he released, he published uh, The Bone Clocks, mm. uh, for that, The Thousand Autumns of Jacob de Zoot, which is one of my favorite books of all time. It's um, it's just, uh, it's really, they're, they're really lyrical, so they're really, really well written. They're almost mm. sort of poetic, but the story, the storytelling, which I think is you, you will really, really enjoy, is mm. just fabulous. You know, it's just... Right. Um, it's not they are they are almost sort of supernatural um in style actually um to be honest with you sort of almost sort of not science fictiony but they're, they're, they're just so relatable and so believable and actually um his latest one which was released actually just in 2015 2016 so it's been a while since he's come out with a new uh book it was called uh, slade house which uh, you'll have to read after read a couple of the longer books but Slade House is a sort of standalone sort of almost like a horror novel um so I think you'll really enjoy that um but Utopia Avenue by contrast uh is the story of a I think a sort of rock band in the 60s um that's uh, from reading the blurb it's a bit bit of a bit of a step away from 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 his from his other books but um uh again like I said some of the characters are apparently going to make a Appearance, but um, start with. Um, I would recommend you start with uh, Cloud Atlas. Actually, oh, that'll give okay. you a good, a good grounding, and then move on uh, to yeah, the Thousand Autumns of Jacob de Zoot, and then Bone Clocks, which is okay. so those two last ones, Thousand Autumns and Bone Clocks, are two of my favorite books of all time. Well, you um, need to bring Cloud Atlas then. Drop it at my door because I am. Um, I've just finished a book uh, called Such a Fun Age, which is brilliant. Recommend that. And now I'm just reading some kind of crime novels just for a bit of light relief. Um, but yeah, I think I'll, yeah, I would like to read that next. So if you come and drop it for me, that would be fantastic. Um, and do. interestingly, Sven, that's a nice segue into what I wanted to talk about today. 
Um, so I don't know if I've spoken to you about my great love for Fiona Apple. Do you know Fiona Apple, the musician? The musician? I, I don't know her personally, but I know of her. Yes. So I am a massive fan, massive fan of Fiona Apple. Um, I think, yeah, she's probably one of my favourite female uh, artists. And she has a new album coming out um, called Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which um, is just, if you're a Fiona Apple fan um, and you didn't know, you're, you're probably jumping up and down for joy now that um, that is coming out because it's been a while since her last year. Um, and it's in kind of anticipation for that, I've been listening to a lot of her uh, old albums in a similar way that you've been uh, reading a lot of David Mitchell. So, um, yeah, I would I would listen to some of her albums, then if you haven't, because okay. they're fun. I will do. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Fiona Apple. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. I'll make you a little playlist. Um, yeah. No, she's great. She's just. She's her lyrics are brilliant. She's a really just really talented musician as well. Quite. A, she's got quite an interesting uh, personal story. She's a bit very kind of not that comfortable being on stage so she doesn't tour very often and so I've never seen her live but yeah she's releasing this album and again her label was telling her to push it until after the virus had cleared but she's releasing it anyway so yeah I'm really I think it's like this week or next week it's coming out so really looking forward to that um and on the revisiting things also been revisiting a couple of tv programs um of my of kind of all time favorite TV programs. So once the first series of True Detective, which I first watched when it first came out, and it really stayed with me. But I think I left just enough time for me to have forgotten enough of it um, to really enjoy watching it again. And geez, if you've not seen that, I mean, what a masterpiece of acting and plotting and film oh. making. And oh, I mean, just the best. It's just the best ever soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's 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 pretty it's pretty grit. It's not a grit because yeah. I, mean, I I also like the first season of True Detective, and there's one or two scenes in there which um, yeah. uh, I don't know if you I don't know if anyone else has, has seen it, but do you remember the, the the scene at the end of one of the episodes where I think a fellow steps out of a house uh, mm-hmm. wearing like a grotesque gas mask and the yeah. sort of soundtrack and sort of slow motion of it? Oh, just yeah, I think. Uh, um, so I mean, what 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 inspired you to to want to rewatch um, that. Do you want me to tell the honest truth? I, so the lie would be... No. Um, so the, the lie would be that I just felt drawn to, like, you know, the narrative and the kind of literary approach to the storytelling. Oh, the the okay. actual truth is I just fancied watching Matthew McConaughey. Um, there you go. So there you go. That's the angle we were looking for. Oh, I love, oh, I love Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I know I'm a terrible person, but geez, he's an amazing actor. He's just an amazing actor. I, I mean, that, that I think was that the first time he'd kind of acted in something that wasn't like a rom com because Jesus. No, I, I did he not do Mud before oh, that? No, Mud was after that. Mud is one of my all time favorite movies. Jesus. Yeah. I, I keep saying Jesus today. I don't know if I've found God. <laughs> And Matthew McConaughey. No, but he, um oh and talking about Matthew McConaughey and celebrities on social media, did you see the story about him doing bingo? Oh doing bingo for old people, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's just amazing. Um yeah, I, I like he's 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 fantastic. Um but there's, he's a really talented actor. Yeah. There's a there's a screen grab, isn't there, of a, of like a zoom screen grab of him doing it, and you can see there's like six or seven 
old people like yeah. on Zoom. You see half of them are just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> In the nicest possible way, just like, "Who is this man doing bingo for us?" <laughs> I know. I thought it was sweet. Yeah, yeah no, I, it's it's wonderful to see so many people doing so many nice things. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. Um, I'm also have you have you seen Deadwood? Uh, this was something I tried to uh, get into about a year ago. I think again, based on one of your informal mm. recommendations, um, but uh, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, get into it. So you need to push through that, Sven, because that's common with Deadwood. So it has. It's almost like do you know when you first read Train Spotting and you're like, Jesus, I can't. My head won't do that and then it just clicks it's the same with deadwood it's almost got a it's almost like poetry made out of swearing and then once you tie into it and your brain clicks into it you're in and it's probably i mean yeah first season true detective is one of my all-time favorites but i would say deadwood of all time is probably one of my favorite series um it's yeah, definitely try it again and try and push through because I, I recommended it to my parents as well and they, they, they couldn't get on with it. Um, but yeah, it's worth just make yourself get to the front, uh, end of the first how season. Many, be, how, many, how many seasons are there? Uh, three, I think. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Okay. Um, and each one's, I mean, the first one's the best one. The second one's pretty good. It started to tail off a little bit um, at the end. But, okay. yeah. That's that that's another reason why I like True Detective so much. Watching it in the first place, I knew it was only it's only about six episodes long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's not you know you know you're not sitting down for a hundred hundred episode arc, you know, and it's just mm. really well. In fact, isn't the guy who directed that? I think he's directing the new James Bond film, Carrie. Really? Yeah, something. The director definitely. Yeah, yeah. Carrie. Ah, uh, he's got a oh, Japanese surname. Yeah, live. yeah, I'm Googling it live. Director, true detective. You can hear the keys. This is this is new for us. Nick Pizzolato. No, that you must be looking at. Joji Fukunaga. That's the one. I, I wanted to say his surname, but I, I, did, I knew I'd get it wrong. So yeah, Fukunaga. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He directed a few um, uh, well-received independent films before... Um, for True Detective, and then I think uh, he did something else after True Detective, but then got picked up to do the um, new James Bond film. Uh, yeah, he's very handsome. Just for anyone who um, is interested, um, wow. yeah. Wow. And, no, the the other guy, Nick Pizzolato, he was the screenwriter. I'm so going to stop putting on an accent now. Sorry about that to um, any Italians listening. Um, he, um, yeah, and he did the second series as well. And I didn't watch that because it got so slated, but then watched the. Th- third series that was on relatively recently and that was brilliant um yeah i need to watch that actually yeah it's really good or the third yeah Uh, cool well there you go excellent stuff so there we have um some recommendations of true detective season one which isn't particularly positive unless you're unless you're a matthew mcconaughey fan well yeah Um, positives in that (laughs) he gets gets his top off quite a lot as well so yeah (laughs) <laughs> and the book of uh, David Mitchell, uh, specifically, uh, well, Cloud Atlas is is good, but it's not my favorite. The Thousand Autumns of Jacob de Zoot and Bone Clocks, you can definitely read them independently, but there is a sort of very uh, evident uh, arc between all the books. 
Um, yeah. And I won't tell you what it is, but um, I don't think you're, I don't, I'm looking forward to hearing your, your thoughts on Cloud Atlas because mm. actually um, the thing that connects all the stories in Cloud Atlas is actually a sort of bigger world type thing. And that's what is just so amazing about it. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then also, yeah, on Fiona Apple. So her new album's out, I think next week, the album that I would suggest that you listen to Sven. Um, I mean, all her albums are great, but my favorite one is um, called the <laughs> brace for this. The idler wheel is wiser than the driver of the screw and whipping cords will serve you more than ropes will ever do is the name of the album. Um, and it's my favorite one. It's very, very, wow. very good. Um, that was the last one, I think, actually. I might be wrong, so correct me if I am. But um, yeah, so definitely that. And also watch Deadwood, people out there, and Sven. Um, yeah. I'm going to do that too. That cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks very much. Uh, we will uh, convene early next week. And yeah. We'll see what else we've got to say. Yeah. Keep on keeping on, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. Stay healthy. Stay positive. Yep. See you soon. Bye. Cheers. Bye.